0: I you i do this for Vegas. about to shut the world down world domination world ain't ready for the town
1: we are in what's going on people we are back at it again with the high butt tenders podcast it is me Jarrell, and i got my partner in crime my road dog rocky how you feeling today
2: i am feeling great today i got to educate a few people on terpenes That's always a wonderful thing, getting more education out there in the atmosphere, you know, releasing of the stigmas. Speaking of that, um, we have a really great guest for us that's going to explain something that I've always wanted to know about a little bit more in depth, which is Kratom. Uh, We see it all the time, right, Jarrell? Everywhere we go. So we're super happy to have Luke on. From Cradle Made, what's going on, Luke?
0: How you guys doing? It's
2: good. Oh, doing it's good. good to hang how you out doing, with you, my
0: dude? Hell yeah! I'm doing good. Yeah. So um, I'm with. Uh, so Blue Diamond Herbs is my company, and Cradle Made and two other companies that we work with. Uh, the three of us uh, make it happen and distribute it. So Cradle Made itself is its own brand.
2: Well, yes. so You
1: can start with like um, how the, um, the the Blue Diamond Herbs I like, came about and everything.
0: Okay. okay. All right. So um, without going too far into my past, I had a a rough, uh, I guess, teenage years. Uh, I got into a little bit of trouble. Long story short, um, you know, getting into drugs and all that stuff back in the day. It's been uh, 10 years now at this point since I've had any of that. But either way, Kratom is something that I found. Um, And at the time, it wasn't like I tried it for the first time back when I first tried it. All they had was pretty much regular powders. Right. They didn't have extracts yet. They didn't have drink mixes. It was just regular powder, which is just ground up leaves. Um, not a lot of people had a lot of information on it. So you've kind of taken your chances, who you bought from, where you got it. Um, so the first time that I tried it, the way you would take it is a toss and wash where it's like the cinnamon challenge. You take a scoop of Kratom powder, right? Just ground up leaves into fine powder. And then you just put it in your mouth and then you chug it with water. Um, so I thought I could do that. It seemed pretty simple. Um, but it didn't work out for me. I actually ended up like, it just did. It was like taking the cinnamon challenge is what it was. So you can imagine how bad that was. It took me 20 minutes to recover from that. Uh, I was all over the counter everywhere. So I was like, all right, I'm not doing this. Nothing's worth that much. Uh, but then a couple of weeks later, I kept hearing about it from people and I was going through some tough times. So I decided to try it again, but I made it into a drink. Um, the effects I got from it were, it, it was amazing. It was, uh, it like helped me out. I was you know, again, just in a tough time. Um, so it was like, it, it just helped me to like think clear and to, I guess, gave me like, like this kind of like hope feeling. Right. So from there, I started doing really well with it. my job. I started doing better. Um, and the one thing that still continued to happen though, was trying to find a reputable vendor, somebody that I could just buy from that had customer service. That wasn't some like, you know, weird type of buying where it was, you know, a website without an e-commerce and, at the time, little did I know that that's just the way the industry was back then So it was so hard to get anyone to support what we did. Um, but at that time, then I, I decided I was going to try to do it myself. I was like, if I can't find a good vendor, um, then I'll do it myself. Now, I had not like there was still good vendors around at that time. I just didn't find them yet um, because as I grew as a business, I do work with a lot of awesome vendors um, and they were there before I started as well. But I found a uh, I started working with Indonesia, found an amazing supplier, started bringing it into the country, started with just 10 customers. Uh, did that for a couple months and then I made I landed a big deal with one of our uh, wholesale accounts, which is Infinity's End uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, they're the biggest smoke shop in the city. They have uh, four. I think they're working on five stores now. And they just I, I walked in there. They just gave me a chance they said yeah we love your product it's an awesome quality and we'd love to give you a shot they placed a small order and then that was uh four years ago so that store reason i bring that store up because it was really significant in everything i do now uh, i wouldn't be here today if it weren't for them so uh so it was pretty uh it was a, a crazy ride to get to this point um, but anyway, started the business four years ago. Um, once I, you know, ups and downs, figuring things out, I started it in pretty much a room the size of a closet. Um, and now we're in a huge facility uh, with clean rooms, you know, all, you know, beautiful stainless steel machines that do all our packaging. Uh, so we've come a long way in the past four years. So it's been amazing. Um, and during that journey, Kratom has helped me every step of the way. I don't take Kratom every day because I don't need to. As in the beginning, I did. Because I again was in a rough time period, um, but it really changed my life in so many ways. And now I'm at a point where I'm probably the happiest I've ever been. Um, I love working with so many people in the industry, including people like yourself. Like the cannabis industry, is a, the CBD industry, all of that I think together uh, all goes hand in hand. And the one thing about kratom is it's not really recognized by cannabis industry yet, and that's not because uh, in a bad for like bad reasons. It's because yeah. It's just not known everywhere. Um, And that was the reason we went to um, the G4 Live event where we met you guys. I think we spoke before that, but we met in person at G4 Live in Vegas. And um, our reason for like spending that much money and doing that and being the only Kratom vendor there was because we wanted to start to bring awareness in the cannabis industry because they complement each other. That and CBD. So you have CBD and Kratom are in every store together. Then you have uh, cannabis and CBD go hand in hand. But the one thing you don't see is cannabis and CV. I mean, the cannabis and Kratom in dispensaries and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's like my mission now is to kind of join all three industries and become more powerful as like a, as a, you know, trifecta of an industry because all three of us need to support each other with how much the government, you know, comes after us for every little thing. So
2: Luke, but, you had yeah. mentioned that you, um, you started taking this Kratom because, you know, it helped you to wean off of, you know, bad habits, drug habits, things of that nature. How I, where, tell us about kratom, like, where do you find this? Where is this found? And I know you said it was a leaf, but explain to us a little bit more.
0: Sure. So it's a Southeast Asian plant. It's from the coffee family, right? So the trees are mainly, so you have different regions of the the world, 90%, I should say, Last time I checked, it was between eighty and ninety percent come from West Borneo in Indonesia, right? I'm sure there's other places that it does come from, but a majority of the in, like of the industry gets it from there. Um, there's also a couple other places. Uh, Thailand just uh, took it off its ban list, and uh, they're actually now starting to um, harvest uh, kratom and stuff like that. And the FDA over there, which I think is like the, I forget what they're called. Um, But their version of the FDA over there is actually getting ready for that, for Kratom to be sold legally, because they banned it so many years ago. Um, So that's, that's another region, Thailand. Um, And then we do have uh, one of the people that I work with, supplier that I work with really closely, and he's been in this industry longer than anybody, um, has uh, started plantations in Africa. And that was like a real big risk, uh, from what I understand, but it worked out amazingly. And all those plants are doing amazing. Um, and keep in mind that these trees grow to be 80 feet tall in some cases. Yeah. So they're not, you know, they're hard to harvest and the way they do it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but Indonesia, Thailand, uh, and now Africa, there's not a lot that comes from Africa. That's just like one thing, but I work with them and that's something that's really exciting. So that should be coming in the next couple of months uh, or at least by next year.
2: Um, yes. So yeah,
0: so Southeast Asia is where it all comes from. And there are some people in America that are doing well growing it, uh, but it's very difficult. So people that do that, uh, is pretty amazing. So they know what they're doing. At least. And Some of them are in Hawaii. I have a friend in Hawaii who has a place um, and he's doing really well. He's got five acres and he's self-sustained a uh, cradle business. He harvested, he's got people in Hawaii. He lives in Oregon. They may like, they harvest, they send it to him. He grinds it up and he sells it and he doesn't have to worry about buying from suppliers or importing it because it's being you know made it's being grown in america so there's no customs hawaii to oregon you know you're not having to deal with the same protocol This stuff that we do shipping from indonesia to america uh, which i could go on for days about stories of losing shipments and having customs take our stuff and uh, vendor friends of mine losing you know i know of a story where they lost a million dollars worth of uh, product and It's just been, it's been crazy, but yeah, so that's where it comes from. Um, Mostly everyone now is buying it from a vendor in America though, because everything's dialed in. For example, we get all our products. It comes in, we're working with the same uh, supplier for four years now, um, both suppliers. And then we test everything through, uh, you know, a certified lab. We do everything, heavy metals, micros, the percentages just to make sure everything's good. Um, cause it is, you know, a plant and, you know, plants are a living things. So when they're harvested and die, you know, yeast and mold, all that stuff can happen. So we want to make sure that everything that we sell is, is hundred percent because keep in mind, there is no regulation for our industry. So anybody can just do whatever they want. I mean, if you're doing terrible things, you'll eventually, they'll eventually come for you, but people like myself we try to do everything we possibly can, um, until the day that they recognize us and, and allow us to do it without having to look over our shoulder.
2: No, would, when I would, go ahead, I'm
0: sorry. Go ahead, Rocky. No. no, no, no,
1: please. I want to ask like, what would, for someone who, who's never tried it before, what would you say like, are like the, um, the most like beneficial, like things that come along with taking it or like, okay. how can it improve? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, all right. And just, let me start by saying this should be careful. Um, I'm not a doctor, not making any medical claims, you know, the whole drill, got to say that. Um, and I, everything I'm going to say is in my experience. So I was going to say, well, maybe you can talk about how it helped you. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and I'm going to talk about, uh, I guess, different points because I'm going to, I guess, talk about a lot of experiences, even though, well, you guys will get the, the point, but in my experience, um, I, I, had a lot of anxiety at one point, Right. So when I would take this, especially these uh, cradle-made packets, I'm trying to make it so it doesn't get blurred out by putting it to the side, but uh, this is our stick pack. It's cradle This right here, my experience, like when I'm having a, t- a tough day where I got a lot going on, I'm overwhelmed, which is, you know, a lot of the days because we have so much happening, um, I'll sip on one of these. And, you know, this right here, for anxiety go, just it, it gives me like a clean energy that allows me to think a little clearer um, and then just brings my nerves down a little bit, right? So yeah. so that's that part. As far as uh, going back to when I first got into this, um, I told you I was going through some rough times. Um, it was it's, it's a bad time period, so I had a little bit of depression. Um, so the white strains, and I'll get into the colors in a second, but the white strain is what I was taking, and that like gives you a really nice energy and a mood boost, and, and it made me just, I guess not feel as down and gave me, these effects that were like, you know, stop, you know, feeling bad for you. It's like, get out and do something. And uh, so it gave me like this motivation. And from that, I, I made so much out of it. And that's why I, I you know, I stand by Kratom in general and I, I will always, you know, I'll fight this battle to the end with the uh, feds to make sure that this stays legal and we'll do whatever we have to. But, um, and then the la- like a couple other things, there's so many things that this could do for people. Um, but another thing is, you know, hurt my back once, right? And this is the one you have to be real careful on how you word it, but I hurt my back once. Um, and the red strains, right? I took that or cradle made or our extracts. Um, and I, let's just put it this way. I was back working, singing, doing my thing. I didn't have a worry in the world. So if that it gives you an idea of what it could do whenever you have something like that happening. So those are like the three main things, you know, that um, that most people are going to get so much from.
2: Now, you were speaking about the colors. Yes. I know that I when I went to Champs, they had three varieties. And um, a lot of times when you go to expos, uh, the people they hire are do not, are not you know, they're just there to work the day. They're not real well-versed in kratoms. Yeah. So I asked, you know, what's the difference between the green, the white, and the red? So I know, one, you had mentioned the white, which was a little bit more uplifting, right? Yeah. And then you yeah. did mention a little bit, of, what is... The, how is he, are these different types of the plants? What makes yeah. them different?
0: So there's all right. So there's there's still some uh I guess disagreement in some of these things, but the person that I speak to about this is the scientist who's been doing this for 35 years. So if I'm going to listen to anyone, it's gonna be him. Um, and even longer, actually, I'm not sure the exact time, I just know that it was early 90s, late 80s. So he's going back a ways that he's been doing this. Um, as far as the colors go, you have red white and green those are the main ones there's also yellow and gold which are fermented but that's more of like a the, the process of curing that's not what it is to start and the curing definitely plays a part the drying process all that plays a part in the products as well um, but the veins themselves sometimes will have a color to it doesn't necessarily mean that's the color but the age of the trees and when they're harvested Um, has different levels of the mitrygenine percentages, right? So when you have a white and green, which technically are the same, right? Now, you can have a midway between white and red, which is technically the green. But for, you know, argument's sake, let's just say that white and green are technically the same thing. They're a higher percentage of mitrygenine. The red is going to be a little bit of a lower percent of mitrygenine, which gives it more of the other alkaloids, Right. So that's where some of the relaxing stuff's going to come in. That's where, you know, that stuff, the 70H, which is, you know, the way it's, uh, research shows that that's more of the the pain relief part. That's the one that's a hundred times stronger than morphine, but it's such small percentage of the plant that it's almost like non-existent. Like it's not even really worth noting unless you're, uh, using extracts and that's being enhanced, which is a hundred percent frowned upon because, um, the in itself is really important because that actually metabolizes into 7OH in your system. So you know, it and it also the cool thing about that is where the overdosing and stuff like that doesn't why it doesn't happen. It's because your body just like vitamins will shut off at a certain point. So if you take too much, it's not going to process more than it needs, right? So that's one of the really cool things about that. Um, so red, white, green right? White and green on one side, red on the other. And that's pretty much how it goes. Now, when you get to the colors of the actual powders, that's going to be more along the lines of the curing process. Like just imagine it's being longer dried. It might be a little darker. The less it's dried, the greener it is because it all starts off green. When you grind all this up, it's all green for the most part. You might have some darker leaves because of the sun or it, but for the most part, it's all the same color when it starts off. So that's pretty much that. And um, some, but there are things that, and again, this is You know, um, some people disagree with these things, but the curing process can also sometimes change the alkaloid content based on the sun, the UV rays and stuff like that. So the drying process is a very, very important part of having a quality kratom, because if you don't know what you're doing, you might either kill all the alkaloids, you might destroy the product itself. And that happens a lot. That's why you'll see people say, oh, this is shit kratom and the smoke shops have shit kratom. In reality, it's not that smoke shops have terrible kratom it's just like the person that they were dealing with just didn't know what they were doing and that was back in the day now so many they indonesia makes so much money from exporting this that everybody is now involved and they all they got their stuff together like if they didn't know how to do it before they're figuring it out so it's kind of hard to find bad kratom now at this point but um that's where the extracts and things like kratom made come into play because this is next level stuff this is the next generation of kratom this is where you don't have to worry about how many grams or how many capsules you have to take. This is more of a take one capsule and you're good for six hours. Or here's a stick pack, pour it in a water bottle, drink it whenever you want, you know, have a couple of sips. You feel great. Awesome. Four hours later, you need some more, you take a couple of sips. Um, whereas the way we used to do Kratom more so and still so many people do it this way um, is taking scoops of like raw powder and then tossing washing or making a drink out of it. It just doesn't taste good. So like our mission is to bring kratom to just the everyday person who doesn't want to do some of these things that people who need it will go through regardless of the taste. It would corn would it in like water and mixing it, would, in your opinion, is that
1: like the best way to consume it or like this is the easiest way?
0: Well, so you uh, so the regular powder, I would say mix that with the juice, whatever, okay. the strongest juice that you can um shake it up make sure and it's still it's going to have foam and stuff but you'll get you know the mo- you'll get what you need out of it um the cradle made that's the whole idea between or behind the cradle made stick packs it's like for example this one right here is the ice lemon tea this is just literally like a brisk iced tea right that's what it tastes like so you pour it in a water bottle it's two servings per stick pack and then it's just it tastes amazing there's no kratom taste right at least to somebody who uses kratom if you've never had or if you have never had kratom And you're just drinking this it's not going to be like you know there's a little bit of a bite at the end which is the kratom that's in it It can't be 100 percent taken out but for anyone who uses kratom they wouldn't they wouldn't even know because they're so used to drinking the most disgusting stuff um so we have 24 flavors of this as well so there's a flavor for every person like anyone that anything that somebody wants we have um and then the real exciting things we're coming out with actually shots uh in little like we're having liquid stick pack shots So if you don't want to have to make a drink, we're going to make single serving where you just open it up and drink it. And that's uh, going to be here probably by September. Uh, And that's really exciting. So looking forward to that, because that's like a lot of where the market is now is people getting simple, you know, just drink a little shot, just like the five hour energies, you know, just like stuff like that. So
2: it kind of reminds me when you're explaining it like cannabis. Right. So the carry pot the, the cook in the kitchen is important. The curing yes. process is important. You know, every you know, everything is viable um, after you cut down a plant, right? Yes. So it's how you preserve it, and you know what I mean, how fresh it is, and you know who does it. So yeah. to me, it seems like it's very similar by ways of that. Plus, you know, there's stigmas involved, right? So it's not completely like you know the fda may frown upon it upon it and things of that nature and it might not be mainstream but it's in the media all the time you know what i mean and i hear about it and i read about it and you know there's a lot of opinions surrounding it but i think you know what i mean it's just kind of the stigmas when you go to the expos do you notice that when people talk to you or when you talk to people about kratom
0: uh, oh my god yeah i used to see like my mom going to that, talking about stigmas and stuff so my mom she's like a saint she's doesn't she never drank bro like she just she doesn't do anything and um so when she found out and obviously she had to deal with me growing up and all the stuff that happened to me so she was familiar with the world that i lived in for a while um having said all that this was like years later she would didn't know anything about cradle, but when she would talk to her friends about it, stuff like that, they immediately be like, Oh, I heard that's bad. I heard people die from that. You know, all the stuff that everybody says about anything they don't understand. They right. just, they fear it. They think it's bad. And they heard the FDA say one thing and that's it. That's what they believe. Um, so my mom would be like defending this and, and, and she actually taught a lot of people and, um and actually some of those people tried it and they use it to this day. So if like, it's, it's pretty cool as far as that goes in the expos. Um, not the champs and stuff like that, because the people in champs, they make Amen. so much money off Kratom. Yeah, <laughs> They're just looking for the best product. Like, for example, that's why Kratom made to take it off, because it's the newest and best product. And there's going to be knockoffs, people do similar stuff, but this is just like the top of the line version, right? Um, as far as like other places, like actually, you know, at the G4, though, there was some people that did, because not everyone there knew, right? And there were some people that were a little bit like, oh, I heard about cradle. And it's like and you could tell by the way they said it. It's like, ah, oh, what'd you hear? Let's hear it. What's the bad stuff you heard? So I heard that if you, you know you could die for I heard there's deaths from it. I'm like, well, how and this is how I that's how I started all the time. How many deaths did you hear about? It's like, well, I saw this report, there was 35 deaths. I'm like, and how long? Right. And because I, I know the report inside and out, I know like I went through it all, and the AKA had talked about it depth and just, it's all been, it was the uh, eight factor analysis, the FDA put out 35 deaths of Kratom. But what they don't tell you is that it was over a 10 year period and it was the whole world. It wasn't America. It was the whole world. It was 35 deaths. Well, nine of them were laced Kratom that had trauma or tramadol in it, right? So that wasn't even a Kratom death. It was other opioids that killed them. A couple of them were gunshot victims stab victims, somebody fell out of a three-story building, and all of these things had Kratom toxicology, like that they died from Kratom on there, right? So, uh, but on the FDA analysis, though, they didn't put those things. They just said this person, this age, this area died of Kratom. Well, of course, everyone that's fighting for Kratom went and looked at the police reports, and that's when it was all discovered. Like, oh my God, none of these are Kratom deaths, right? So now I guess it's all who you ask, but if you look at the police reports and stuff, you can tell straight up that Almost every single one had either fentanyl, Xanax, and all these other things in their system. And what bothers me the most is when they label something a kratom death. The coroner does. They always leave out the fentanyl and the Xanax. And it's like, why? Number one, you have no research to show what could be an amount that at the time they did it. Now they do of what could kill you from taking too much mithridine. But there's lethal amounts of fentanyl. Why is that not the cause of death? It just makes you wonder. And that happens so many times. So anyway, the people with the Chief Boy, I would say something like that. It was easy to just talk to him, and be like, listen, I mean, just look past the first couple of links on Google where the FDA has that, right? And start looking at the stories, start looking at all the testimonies, because there's, I mean, at this point, there's probably hundreds of thousands, but at the time that I was looking at most it was tens of thousands of people where this changed their life. Like myself, uh, you know, uh, friends of mine, family members, it just gave everybody a different, uh, a different reason, like a different uh, effect that they needed. So that's the best part about Kratom it's not just one size fits all. It helps people with so many different things. Like, you know, somebody might use it for, you know, their back or I might use it for anxiety. Um, it doesn't matter. It's just everybody has the reason for using it. So when somebody does have a stigma against it, it's not hard to like show them that not necessarily that I don't want to say like trying to prove them wrong, but just trying to show them that there's another route to look at, like there's another way to this. Like there's a lot of benefits and I'm not going to say there's no cons to cradle. I mean, there absolutely is like, you can take too much. You can get nauseous and throw up. I mean, there's things that can't happen. Uh, some people uh, can, you know, like get caught up in needing to take something every day and psychologically get caught up in, you know, uh, creating an addiction from it. That is possible. Uh, there's small percentages though, because now they have like so many research uh, papers and all that stuff on it. And um, it's just going, like comparing it to opioids and stuff like that. The difference is staggering. If you take Oxy or heroin, any of that stuff, I can tell you from experience that 99.9% people are going to become physically addicted to the point where they'll steal, lie, cheat, anything they have to do at those drugs, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Kratom, you're not going to do those things. Like if you take Kratom, you have to take it every day and you forget it at the house and you're dry, you're not going to like, turn around, you're two hours away and go back and get it. You're not going to steal to get it. You're not going to cheat to get it. It's just not going to happen. And um, as far as like taking something every day and then stopping, I always like compare it to coffee. If you drink coffee every day and you stop drinking coffee, you might get, get a little sluggish because you don't have that energy. You might have a headache just because you don't have what you had every day. So like, if I don't take, if I take creatine every day for say a month and then I stop. There's the, the day after, I just don't have that same energy level. But then by the second day, I, I'm fine. You know what I mean? So there's just that little bit of a difference because I used it and it gave me energy and help with anxiety. There's going to be a transition of those things coming back. You know what I mean? So I always explain that as well.
2: Right. Okay. I think there's always going to be a stigma. I think so long as there are opioids in this world yeah. that are easily accessible, because they are. Right, yeah. we don't really oh do much to keep things locked up. We lock up our guns, but we don't yeah. lock up our opioids, right? So, yeah. um, that being the case, like I think that regardless of the situation, there's so long as it's not um super FDA go, yeah, there's always going to be thoughts in people's minds that this doesn't work, you know Absolutely. what I mean? But Absolutely. nobody can really talk to me about that until. Yeah you reach the, you know, Oxycontin numbers of deaths. You know
0: what I mean? That's the craziest part is we're talking about, do you know more people die from peanut butter a year than the 10 year span of the deaths they said they found on Kratom? So like, I mean, we're talking about craziness here. Like the way they're trying to shut this down, the numbers don't lie. Statistics don't lie. They can say whatever they want all day, but everybody knows there's too many people now that it helps. There's too many people that aren't going to let that happen. The only way this is getting taken away, and the same thing with uh, cannabis back in the day, the only way that something like this is getting taken away is pure corruption. That's the only way. There's never going to be a scientific way this goes away where it's like this is dangerous. No kids are taking this because you don't get high. It doesn't do anything that's like, it's just not something that, you know, youngins are going to want to get into. I'm not saying that some kids haven't tried it but it's not, it's not going to do anything to them. That's going to be dangerous. You know what I mean? If they take too much, they're going to get a little nauseous. They're not going to start seizing and foaming at the mouth. Like so many other drugs you can die from taking a little kid can get into an Advil container. That could be detrimental to them, right? Even if they got into their parents' Kratom bag with all the capsules, their body wouldn't be able to process it before it threw it up. So like there's, you know what I mean? Like there's so many things that are different from regular pharmaceuticals to Kratom. And I'm all about natural remedies. I think I, I'm cannabis, CBD, Kratom that mm-hmm. I, I have, I have to use nothing else besides those three things. Yeah. That's all I ever will. I can't I imagine. You- I mean, it's just, it, it helps me at any I need it. Um, and I don't need to take those things every day. Like when I was opiates back in the day, I, the, there was just, there was no, there wasn't a minute that went by where I wasn't planning out. How I was getting my next, you know, dose. It just wasn't a minute. It was a horrible time period. Went through a lot of pain and suffering. Um, but that's again why this is so important to me because people don't have to go down the same path I did. You know, I lost a lot of years of my life, you know, and uh it doesn't have to happen with this. So it's an amazing thing. Same thing with cannabis, same thing with CBD. All three of them. I hate that it's attacked all the time. And I'm not saying just like with cannabis, CBD. there's there's cons to everything, but that's all these people focus on. When I say these people, I mean, the FDA, they only focus on the bad things. They don't talk about the 99% of it being good, you know? So
1: how are you seeing like Kratom and like the cannabis industry, like walking side by side or uh, like overlapping with each other or how can they um, like supplement each other or complement each other?
0: I think that it depends on the product. So right now there's a lot of, uh, there's like right now, if you walk into a, smoke shop right there's going to be 25 different kratoms on the wall you're going to have uh, red borneo uh green malay red Sulawesi, green Mangda, like all these names right and they all have regions like Sulawesi, malay uh borneo all those are regions in indonesia and areas around it so what it's supposed to be, and this is the way they sold it when the industry was first starting off, is that those are the regions which the Kratom comes from. But we now know that that's not really the case. It all comes from pretty much West Borneo. And there's other areas too, but a majority of it does. Um, So the names don't really matter, right? Now, when you're talking about the colors, that's where it does matter. Uh, In my opinion, I do think there is a little bit of a difference between red, I mean, uh, green and white. I think that, green and white can be mixed up because they're both just higher percentages of my dry gene, whereas red is lower. Um, but if you just stick to the red, white, green, you'll you'll do fine. But if you start getting caught up in the names of the regions and stuff, you're just making things more complicated. So I think as far as that stuff goes, that's why the cannabis industry didn't really get into it because you've walked into dispensaries and they're so nice and neat and everything's just, it's just beautiful. I went to my first dispensary in Vegas because North Carolina, not getting dispensaries anytime soon of the Bible Belt. But hopefully that stuff changes. Um, and it was unbelievable. I didn't even I was like getting ideas like, man, I hope I one day maybe I can make a Kratom store like this with all the glass cases and just 20 or there was probably like, what, 60 bud tenders in there. I went to Planet 13. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It was a pretty cool you know, experience.
1: A couple times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and I walked to the guy. I'm like, listen, man, this is what I do. And I like, got you covered. He just went behind the thing, came back, gave me his bag, and he even gave me some of his artwork too. That he's like, "Hey, I do this. Just check this out." And, uh, I think was I know who you talking about too? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, my yeah, guy think, Nate probably. What's that? I think his name is Nate. Yeah, I think I have his card and his art. Is he gave me this thing that I uh, my brother's really into that stuff. So I get to my brother too. And we're looking it up, and he said something's coming out. Uh, I like look an at anime, the card, the style kind of thing. What's that? Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's funny. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So a uh, really awesome guy. And like, cause again, cause I was uh, staying in a hotel. I didn't have my setup. and I didn't, you know, so, uh, but yeah, that place would not carry 25. And not when I say 25, some places had 80 different names, right. Mm-hmm. And it really comes down to just three types and, you know, golden yellow technically is a different type. It's fermented. So it's a little bit different, but that's again, the curing process kind of thing. Um, if, but with things like kratomade right? Like this, or some of our extracts, like simple product. That's just, Hey, one size, like this, anybody can use this mainstream. You don't need people who are trying to, or, you know, like regular powders, right? Your mom may not take that. Somebody who doesn't take things like that. Like my mom wouldn't take it. Right. But the cradle made, she would, cause it's a lot simpler, right? She's not taking a, a handful of powder that's ground up, and stuffing it in her mouth and trying to drink it with water. She's just not doing that. But if I pour a stick pack into a water bottle and say, Ma, hey, try a couple of sips of this, which you know she did. And it was, it was awesome. She loved it. So it's much easier. So mainstream wise, these products are how it's going to happen. And in a dispensary, I can see them carrying, you know, maybe a box or two of cradle maids, because we have some really nice dispensary bo- or display boxes. I could see them carrying one or two of those and having it be a simple little area of like, hey. A lot of people that do use cannabis do use mate or Kratom. So, yo, try this Kratomate. It's real simple, it doesn't mess up the flow of their store, it looks really nice. Um, so, I think now that we have made, and this is also what I'm working on, I'm working with a couple of places in uh, California and uh, Colorado um, to try to get it into some dispensaries. It's not easy though, because again, mm-hmm. you get the stigma, you got, so it's just not mm-hmm. easy. So, I don't know if I'll, I'll come through, but I do know Um, that I am working on a really big uh, vending machine deal right now. Um, And they're in LAX airports, San Fran, all these uh, music venues. They're in all the train stations. They have cannabis and CBD vending machines and Delta 8 in the areas that allow it. Um, And they have a mix. So some areas, cannabis is illegal, so they have just CBD, uh, but they don't have Kratom yet. And they have thousands of vending machines. So at this G4 show, they came up to us and um, they were interested in carrying Kratom. But only if it's a product like Cradomade, only if it's a simple product that's just, you know, take it and you're good, right? Without having to worry about getting measuring cups and, you know, taking 10 capsules to take five grams with. So I think um, KratomAid is definitely going to be one of the biggest products in the industry as time goes on, especially when we finish the lineup. We have the liquid shots coming and then we have the gummies coming. So we'll have three products for KratomAid um and it's uh it's an amazing thing and just so so we so blue diamond herbs the way we're involved with Crater made is we do the pack we're the co-packers so we have all the equipment machines to be able to put the powder into the stick packs so that's how we're part of this so there's three companies involved uh, you've who who is the creator of it um and botanaway also uh, creator i like think they were both of them did all this right and then i was fortunate enough where they brought me onto it because I was going to like i had always worked with them in the past and we had a really good relationship. And I just happened to say, like, hey, I'm going to buy a stick pack machine. I'm going to. So long story short, it got to the point where we're actually the uh, packagers of this product now. Um, And it's been a long journey. And I can promise you that it's not as simple as it sounds to just buy a stick pack machine and start putting powder in stick packs. I probably lost 10 years off of my life doing this entire project. <laughs> um, I lost a finger. My thumb got cut off by one of the machines. No. So, so that happened like uh, that happened three weeks before Vegas. That's why I had that thumb thing on there. My finger was stitched back on. Oh my so, god! Yes, the so sweat and tears literally went into this. And when oh. I say tears, I don't mean crying. I mean, like my eyes were <laughs> tearing up. My finger was <laughs> hanging off and I'm driving myself to the hospital. Oh, so that's a-, a nightmare story. Yeah. But eight months later, though, we got everything dialed in. We got multiple machines now, um, and we're doing a production every five to six weeks, and things are moving along really well. So, as far as the, the journey goes, it's been a long one, but it's all been worth it. And I really do think that in the kratom industry, kratomate is the next you know generation of kratom, and it's just growing so fast. So, so really? anyone who hasn't tried kratom, yeah. Yeah. Blue diamond herbs.com. I mean, you Google, you find it anywhere that would sell it. Um, But if you wanted to try it, this would be your best bet to try it for the first time, because you can sip on it. You don't have to worry about taking the wrong dose. Like um, when you take the powder, it's going to metabolize. It's going to take longer for it to break down in your, in your stomach, like in your gut with the kratomate, it's liquid. So when you sip on, it, it's more of a 10 to 15 minute window rather than a 30 to 45, depending on your body and how it all works. Um, so, if you want to try and just see how it goes, you can take little sips at a time, you know, wait uh, 15 minutes, see how you feel, right? I recommend drinking at least a third because half a bottle, if you pour the whole stick pack in, is a full dose. And then the whole bottle is two doses. So, if it's your first time, never go past half a bottle um, and then just sip on it, see how you feel. So, that's another reason why this is so amazing for beginners. Like, if I would have had this when I started, I wouldn't have thrown up all over the kitchen table because I sucked powder down my throat because I breathed when I had it in my mouth. It was terrible. I'll never forget that. It's worse than the cinnamon challenge because I had five grams of it in my mouth. It wasn't just a little spoonful. So, sounds bad.
2: It was terrible. Let me ask you this like, with a lot, with a few strains of cannabis, like if it's leading in, let's say, terpenes like alpha pinene, I kind of try to avoid it. Right. Yeah. Um, Because I have anxiety. And that terpene usually kind of sparks that a little bit Yeah. Uh, for me, is that when somebody's trying this for the first time, have you ever heard of any adverse effects or, you know what I mean? Like, should you take the white, you know, as opposed to the green, as opposed
0: to the red? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're doing the regular powder, I always recommend starting with the green because that's more of a moderate, right? Um I, the white can have a lot of energy. So, so anxiety situation, right. It's like, for me, it doesn't happen, but for some people they can take a white and it'd be too much, you know, like it'd be, um, it'd be too much energy to where it's not helping. Like they may have had a little anxiety and it's not helping. It gives them energy they feel good, but they have anxiety from it. Whereas, you know, in the middle of the spectrum, which is what a green should be, um, it's going to be a little bit more of a mood enhancement, it's going to have energy, but it's going to be a little dialed back. And this, again, this isn't my experience. And you really can't, if you take a white, it could, or a green, it could be like a white. That's what I was saying about the white and green being so close. is like you really, it can go either way. Uh, the red is hopefully, the if they're doing it right, uh, is going to be that more chill strain um, is what it is for most people. The yeah, green is but, a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially, that's how I look at it. And again, like a lot of like some of the uh, guys been in this for a while, they'll just keep red and I mean uh, green and white as one, right? Uh And they'll package it to get like it's just that's like one side, and then the red is the other way. So um, I would say green always to start if you're taking regular powder. Um, As far as uh, extracts, I would always recommend doing like a uh, our Godfather. We our name for the extracts is called the Godfather, right? And we have a Godfather uh, powder. If you can see this. Uh, And this is all, by the way, this is our packaging. Um, So we just got our new packaging in. The Godfather is one of our most popular strains. And that's just a unique uh, powder that we get, like the leaves. It's an older tree and it's just a really good strain all around. Um, The reason it's called the Godfather is because the person that I've worked with since the beginning, since I got into all this, he was been, he's talking, going back into the uh, late eighties, early nineties of him being part of this. So I always joke around with him like, dude, you're like the godfather create him, And nobody really knows, like of he does everything behind the scenes and he's, it's a really amazing what he's done. Um, and I love working with him. Without him, I wouldn't be where I am today. Uh, so I, I made a tribute of our highest selling Glenn and also our extracts uh, calling the godfather as him being the godfather of the uh, industry. So that's how that came about. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah man. We appreciate you hopping on, bro. You've been a, a wealth of knowledge. Um, I learned so much, man. Uh, but before we get you out of here, we have to know, brother, what you've been smoking on?
0: What do you mean as far as uh, like the con- like
2: cannabis. cannabis?
0: Yeah. I'm saying like, uh, I mean, I'm more of a night smoker, right? Okay. So I smoke at nighttime before bed. Um, and then that just chills me out. And I'll be the downstairs watching TV. Right. So indigus is, is what I, I purchased. And actually, let me ask you a question is I, I hear both sides of it, of like, you know, everything being a hybrid or indigus like all that stuff being not what it really is. So is there really like a difference in those? You know how like people say, like at some point they lost uh, the ability to track what the strains really are and stuff like that have you ever heard that and maybe this is back in the day and it's much different now and they've come a long way but is uh indica which by the way i i buy it from another state um and then when i get it i I buy indica i'm just trying to get something that's a little more chill um and that's how it is for me right but is that really still the case or is it different now um
1: pretty much everything is almost a hybrid it's kind yeah. of hard to find like true sativas, true indicas, so that's why we have to um like we preach, looking at the terpene profile because that's going to be a really good indicator of how you're going to feel. So even if something labeled, even if something's labeled as a sativa, um you look at that terpene profile, and if you see something with a lot of myrcene or limonene in it, it's going to chill you out. So okay. the, pro, the pro the terpene profile is what really um, is what really what you want to look for. Okay. I
2: agree agree with that. That's 100% the truth. Um, For me, uh, I have been smoking on Nature's Chemistry, um, blue hash plant. Uh, So really, really love that strain. Uh, Kudos to the folks at Nature's Chemistry uh, for that. It's a nailer for sure. Um, And Luke, if you really do like indicas, like you say, um, that's a really good stream as an okay. indigo. So you might yeah, want well to that. Up.
0: You guys go walk into a store and get it. I got to do all these <laughs> like back channels. Oh, so. right. I don't even <laughs> know what I'm getting half the time. And it's like, uh, <laughs> they don't even have labels on it. It's just like, it's just somebody I trust and it's always worked out for me. But, you're talking about strain names i'm like dude they wrote like uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know and it's in like gold marker it's not even as label <laughs> nothing like 13 when i went in where i was like i when they called my number i didn't even know what's going on it's like where do i go there's 78 cash register or whatever they were i don't even know if they were cash registers and uh just people just standing there and then again if his name was nate that's who i talked to and he was real cool man so i liked it a lot it's amazing so i can't wait to do so they get dispensaries around here Well, you'll be back in July, right? What's that? Will
2: you be back in July? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Check that out. Yeah, sure. Oh, my gosh.
0: First first place I'm going to go now. (laughs) Too bad I can't. I thought I couldn't carry it on a plane. um, And I accidentally, uh, one of the people I was with at the event, um, I had a joint that he gave me because it was a really good weed that I liked. um, And I, I put it in my backpack and carry on. I, I, I didn't put it in my backpack when I was going to the airport. I put it in there the night that I got it, three nights. I lost it, and I thought maybe I dropped it or whatever, so I just, whatever. Uh, when I got home, like, I flew, went through security, went through the airport, everything. When I got home, I smelled my bag, smelled like weed. I was like, what is that smell? I'm like, I don't have any weed on me, right? And I, then I see the joint at the bottom of the bag, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, dude, I went through security. And I was the guy that they checked the bag, too, where they opened the thing because I had my wires in there for my chargers. And they, I, I guess, they didn't smell it or whatever. And even if they did, I guess you could say it was CBD. And I guess they're not going to like test it or whatever. But you know how you have that whole stigma that, like, if you have anything in the airport, they're going to get you. They're, they didn't even know what was going on. The fact I'm not going to have anything walked in there. So. Hell yeah. Uh, and I got to smoke the joint when I got home, and I nice. love So nice. yeah. that's
2: awesome, Jarrell. What you been smoking on?
1: Um, I tried this. This. This new. I don't know if it's a new brand, but I just uh, found it. Rhythm, it's the uh, the Venom OG. So that's nice. a pretty nice, yeah. Did nice, you like nice it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good taste to it. I like it. Shout out to Rhythm.
2: Awesome. Awesome. So, look, Luke, Luke, if anybody wants to find out a little bit more, um, about Kratom, because I think it's really great that you offer like a different way of taking it a little bit, something a little bit more normal, we can put it in our water, whatever the case may be. If someone's interested in finding out a little bit more, how could they do that?
0: So you go to, uh, so bluediamondherbs.com or you can Google Blue Diamond Herbs, we'll come right up. Um, as far as, uh, like our, we have every kind of product that you could need for Kratos. So we have the regular powder for the people that want to do the original way. We have our capsules. Uh, we have enhanced blend. If you want to take less powder, but still have that regular powder, you know, uh, process and then cradle made, which is our new drink mix, which we talked about. And then we have our Godfather extract, which is just a one capsule and done. We have different percentages, which give you different effects. The higher percentage is the more my dry the less of the other alkaloids, so that it's gonna be a more of an energetic feel, right? And then if you do one of our lower percentages, like our 50%, it's gonna be a full spectrum. Um, so we have every kind of product. And uh, some of the other cool things we have coming, which um, I forgot to mention, is not only do we have CBD gummies as well, which are top of the line. Uh, we work with a really good supplier on that and the uh, white label it, but we also um, have some uh, Kava drink mixes, right? So this whole Cradle Made thing. We had a uh, company that we packaged for, that asked us to package, uh, Kava drink mix, right? So uh, right now, their name is called Relax Packs, and uh, we package for them. Uh, they're up and coming. They just started selling. We just shipped it out. So they're receiving their first shipment today of it being packaged, and it's in a similar stick pack, except it's Kava as a drink mix, right? So it's pretty cool because I tried Kava for the first time. I never had it before, and it was like a real chill, uh, awesome experience, and I liked it a lot. Um, so that's another product that we're going to start carrying. Um, and then, you know, we're just going to keep innovating and keep trying to keep up with with all this stuff because people love this type of creative now. It's growing. So, quickly. and again, like I said, um, I, uh, I'm, I take flight lessons, trying to get my pilot's license uh, so I can fly to Vegas whenever I want. Nice. But uh, uh, my uh, flight instructor at the time, he's like a younger guy. He's like, uh, so I guess he's like 29, I think. And he flies for NASCAR. He uh, flies for the driver's. Um, and he never had Kratom. So I gave him Kratom. Meal. I was like, oh, just try this, man. And I like didn't really give him instructions because we were like in a rush. And I was like, just don't drink the whole thing. And, like I jumped in the car and he texted me like two hours later. He's like, yo, this stuff's amazing, man. It's like, like what? I, I, I was like, how much did you drank? He's like, oh, I drank half the bottle. And it was like, "This is amazing. I love it. It tastes great. It's it's you know, it's awesome. Um, so that was my first window into like regular people who never have taken Kratom. Who didn't have like all these problems where they would take anything to get out of the situation they were in so they weren't worried about taste or discomfort like they just wanted whatever could help them now that people that don't necessarily take anything but are willing to try a nice drink like this and then realize like oh my gosh wow this is awesome like i don't need a red bull this tastes great and it gave me this clean energy it's not like it was like jittery or shaking it was just like this clean clear energy um, and that's one of my favorite things about creative is that clear energy. It almost gives you like this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like this, just this amazing feeling of like everything's going to be good kind of yeah. thing at its peak. Um, and that's helped me a lot. So I, like I said, now I'm in a much different place in life. Um, but at a time, this was really necessary for me. So, so I'm, it's, you know, everything happens for a reason. That's what I believe so.
2: That is awesome. So folks, if you're listening and you've heard about Kratom and you want to try it, there you go. You got your way through. Always check us out at www.highbudtenders.com forward slash podcast for the podcast forward slash shop to buy some of our wonderful merchandise. We appreciate you folks for listening. Um, and as always, stay high, bud tenders. Fucking make it. I'm sorry. I
0: said I love my city but i don't think you hear me though i said i love